The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You're now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Today in the house, I've got Raul Velasquez. He is the founder and president of uh, NextLevelExperience.com, The Edge as you'll find out more about him. And um, he's got a really cool story to tell. I haven't heard it yet, but he told me it was awesome, and I believe him. Um, he's, out of, he's out of Connecticut, and he was c- connected through me. And we have so many people, sources now, that people are coming into the podcast. But what ended up happening was I checked out his website, and I just really liked what he was doing. Um, and he looked really, really healthy. And so we did talk a little bit about pre-show. Health is a major, major factor in his success and the success with his clients. So I thought, wow, this is a whole different experience. He works with a lot of uh, business executives that kind of get into burnout mode and they crash and they lose the edge and he helps them get it back. And I know health is a big part of that. So uh, Raul, dude, thanks for being on the show today. Oh, uh, Tim, thank you, man. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation because I believe that every man needs to pay attention to their health. Their health is their wealth. Because what do you get if you have all the money in the world, but you don't have the health? You, you, yeah. that's not success. Success yeah. is making sure that you have, you, you have a strong body, a strong mind, a strong soul to be able to impact people's lives. Well, yeah, because if you have all the money in the world and your health is shitty, um, mm-hmm. then you're going to spend all your money trying to chase back that health. And exactly. if you, exactly. and if you are like most people and you are conditioned by society, you're going to go into Western medicine and with lots of money, you're going to hire the best doctors in the world. And we get a lot of these people that have done that, you know, and, and, you know, look at, uh, um, uh, Steve jobs. I mean, he had cancer. He had more money than anybody. He he's dead. Right. And he went and did a lot of stuff and, you know, everybody's got their own story and stuff. I don't know exactly what his stressors were. I don't know what chemicals he was exposed to, what nutrients he tried to put in his body, what he tried to do. Cause everybody's different. But the reality is it doesn't really matter. Um, I, it, this reminds me of a saying, uh, uh, from Confucius that said, uh, a healthy man wants a thousand things. A sick man wants one. Yep. And you Heal definitely himself. don't want, you definitely don't want to be the sick man. We want you to be healthy because when you're healthy, then you can go do everything else that you want to do in life and you can have fun doing it. You can have a wonderful relationship with a beautiful lady in your life. You can have a wonderful relationship with yourself and God. You can have wonderful relationships with your children and grandchildren. You can have a wonderful career where you're actually contributing and giving back and being a light in society. I mean, there's just so many things you can do when your vehicle, the blessing that God has given you is running like a top and it feels good. Yeah, so, so dude, what, what we need, what we need is education, uh, Tim, is edu- educate these people about how to take care of themselves because that, that's what happened to me. I didn't have the education of taking care of myself. Tim, I didn't start working out until I was in my thirties, mid thirties, I started going to the gym. So all, the, all when I was young, I was just going through the motions. When I was in my 20s, I was focusing on, on, on getting paid and, and making money. 
It wasn't until I had to, I had a health issue that I, that I had to take care of myself. So nobody educates people on, listen, you're going to, you, even if you know how to make money, if you don't take care of yourself, eventually you're going to spend all your money trying to get your health back. Yeah. So what happened, man? Where, where'd you grow up? So I, I grew up, I'm, I'm an immigrant from, um, immigrant from Ecuador. I came here on my, when I was 11 years old and, um, man, when, when I came here, I was just so uh, intrigue about the American dream because they sell you the American dream, right? But they don't yeah. tell you how, how hard this shit is, right? That you have to put in the work to get it, right? So my introduction to America was getting bullied in school. I was getting my ass kicked because I didn't know how to speak English. I'm still learning how to speak English, by the way, but uh, I was getting my ass kicked. I was getting bullied. And I, I realized that, man, this country you know, toughens you up. This country is going to either make you or break you. So I learned from an early stage of my life that mindset, the hunger, the tenacity, the perseverance is what you need to have if you want to survive, if you want to thrive, if you want to succeed. So that's what happened at the beginning of, of, of me coming to this country. But then as I started going to high school, I started getting to school, I realized that I could just half-ass things. <laughs> so I, I imagine this. I went to high school. I never even opened a book. And I was able to pass all my tests through all the schooling and all the education that I had back in Ecuador. Because in Ecuador, I had over 12 subjects that I was studying. And here, it just seemed like education was a joke. So I didn't, I didn't take care of, of, uh, of my school. So therefore, I just did enough just to graduate. As a matter of fact, I almost didn't graduate high school, but I just did enough to graduate. So I understood that in here, like you could bullshit your way out of the system. But eventually, yeah. it's going to catch up to you. Eventually, you have to pay the price because if you don't, if you're not educated, if you don't have the knowledge, if you don't have the skills, you're not going to get paid. You know, and you just brought up an important point. I haven't talked about it a lot. I mean, I, I know I probably did maybe a year and a half, two years ago in the middle of COVID about our broken educational system. But here's a real world example where somebody was in another country, comes here and realizes like the educational system is it's really a joke. Like, you know, we have a lot of European athletes come over here. And they go to the, the, they're like, well, no wonder you Americans are so sick and fat. I mean, your food is toxic. It's crap. And they, they don't eat it. So it's really interesting having the perspective from people that immigrate or come over from different countries and they look at our food system. And they look at our educational system and I'm hearing the same stuff. It's, it's word on the street. And I can tell you, I've got the litmus test and educational systems broken. The food system's broken. And on down the line, medical system, judicial system, political system, it's all, it's all, it's all crumbling all over the place. Yeah. So, so, so that, at, that, at that point, I started just, man, getting into, getting into trouble constantly, hanging around with the wrong people. I, I joined a gang. I, I, I tried to try to fit in, you know, because as an immigrant, you want, what you want to do is you want to try to fit in. You want to see where am I fitting in into this ecosystem, right, into this culture. But there's one thing, Tim, that changed my life. I got a call from the doctor. Um, that I had to go to the hospital to translate to my dad his tests because my dad was having challenges in his back. He was having, he was falling a lot. So we, we thought he had some back issues, some maybe some joint issues. And the doctor tells me that my father has muscular dystrophy. I don't know if you're familiar with muscular dystrophy. Muscular dystrophy is it's a terrible disease that that uh, weakens your muscle systems. So eventually, my father was going to end up handicapped. And he wasn't going to be able to move. And as an 18-year-old teenager, imagine having to not just receive those news, but then now have to translate to my immigrant father, who didn't know how to speak English, those news. So it's not enough that I'm just getting this information, but now I have to tell my dad this information. And you know what he said to him? 
What's that? He said, listen, these doctors in America, they don't know, they don't know shit. I'm good. I'm healthy. <laughs> right? So he went back to work. He went back. So my, the doctor said within f three, four years, he was going to be in a wheelchair. Okay. And my dad ended up being in a wheelchair 10 years later. So he, he fought through it. But at that moment, I had to make a shift. I had to make a shift. I had to grow up. I had to become the man of the house because he might as well told me that my father was going to be in a wheelchair tomorrow. Because that yeah. was the urgency that I had in my mind. That was the, the, the fire that he put in my ass to change things, to stop fucking around, being around, you know, gang members, to stop, you know, take myself seriously. And then I started to, to study. Then I started to see what can I do? And I, I got into sales jobs. I, I went to work for a lawyer. And eventually I found real estate. And real estate is what really changed my life because I, I saw an opportunity in real estate that, that somebody with a little bit of education, but with a lot of hustle, a lot of hunger, could actually make things happen. And I went from being a 21-year-old kid who didn't have anything to by the time I was 25 years old, I was a multimillionaire. I had multiple properties. I had a, a, a lot of real estate. And then I opened up my brokerage. I opened up my, my real estate brokerage, and we, we started really expanding and growing in this market. Nice, nice. Yeah, I actually had a, I was a, a mortgage broker for about, almost 10 years at one point in my career. So I, I know the gig well, worked with a lot of uh, real estate agents and stuff like that. And they're... You know, there's a lot of money to be made in real estate, always has been. And um, I can tell you also when I got into being a financial advisor, we every single portfolio that I put together, the more real estate that was in the portfolio, the better the portfolio performed pretty much. Now, minus, I mean, there are things out there, real estate investment trusts and stuff like that. And, you know, any deal can go south, but and it could screw you up. But I just overall, I just noticed the more real estate in a portfolio. So. That's, you know, that's, that's, what, what that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So I just kept on buying more real estate. <laughs> buying more real estate. More real estate. What, happened? The what I, happened? By the time I got to 30 years old, my account sent me a letter. It was, it was actually a letter he sent me. It was back in the days we didn't use a lot of emails. It was letters. letter. It said, Raul, like, I'm so proud of you. You're the youngest client that I have. You've ac accomplished so much. Like, I just want to tell you that like, I've never met anybody that had this type of hunger. So he wrote a long letter, and I felt proud of him. Look, I have millions of dollars in real estate. I'm, I'm, I'm awesome, right? And then 2008 happened. Oh, yeah. He was writing me a different letter. A letter saying, pay you fucking hey, you, bills. You, you, you owe me 1200 bucks, dude. <laughs> pay, pay you bills. I, he, he was trying to get, get some money from me because I was behind on payments because yeah. the market crashed and I was over leveraged. And I didn't, yeah. I, I couldn't see it. And I, and imagine, like, it's not like this market right now where the market is shrinking. It's like it was complete stopped. I also had a mortgage company, and we had to change four times the name of the bank because as soon as we changed to a new bank, it went under. And then another one, I went under. Yeah. So every week, there was another bank going under and under. And, and that's when I had to have the tough conversation with my wife that I couldn't pay the mortgage or the office. So I had to make a choice. Do I pay the office so I could keep, keep the business going or do I pay the mortgage? And, and I, I, I dreaded having the conversation because I was hiding. I was lying to myself. Hey, honey, I, we got to move, move to the office. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and, and that conversation also changed my life because I, I was thinking in my mind that she was going to say, you know what, my mother was right. I'm going to leave you. I'm going to take the kids. But instead she said, you know what, if I have to live under a bridge until you figure shit out, I will do it because I know that you're going to make it happen. I know that you have to go, you're gonna go out there and, and figure things out. So that, awesome. gave me, that also gave me the drive to go there and figure shit out because there's another person counting on me. She didn't let me out. She didn't let me take the coward's way, which is you know feeling sorry for myself or getting depressed or, or blaming everybody else. No, I had to figure things out. I had to focus on what's the possible solution. What do I wanna get? And I started listening to, 
to different videos and uh, not back th- back in the days there was no there was no YouTube so it was CDs in the car I don't know if, if you remember those CDs oh yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. like motivational speakers Jim Jim Rohn meaning, Tony Jim Robbins, Rohn, Tony all, Robbins all those guys and I heard somebody say in moments of chaos there is always an opportunity. So I yes. started thinking, what's the opportunity right now? So I have all this real estate and I'm, I'm willing to give it all back to the bank, man. I'm willing to like, hey, here's the keys, man. I don't want this pressure, right? So I said, what? I mean, if I could buy this real estate back at a discount, I mean, I will do it in a heartbeat. And then it hit me, man, like people are looking to give away their properties right now. And then somebody has to manage this for the banks. So then I started doing some research and I, and I realized that that's a niche, that's a niche market. So I started contacting banks saying, hey, let me manage your portfolio. Let me manage your REOs. Let me, let me handle this. Let me be the go-to guy here in the East Coast to be able to de- sell you the stress assets at a discount. And we went from zero to 100. We made more money in that down market than we made in the high market. Uh, we were handling thousands of properties. I became the go-to guy for all these major financial institutions. And, and that moment, I felt like, man, we made it. We've made it. I, I, I made it again. I, I wasn't I wasn't struggling anymore financially. I, I saw the light at the end of the tunnel, but that's the moment, Tim, that I lost the edge because I wasn't living with purpose. I was just focusing on making money. I wasn't yeah. taking care of my health. I wasn't taking care of my spiritual connection with God. I was just doing enough. My whole focus at that moment was to survive financially. And then I started getting the feedback from my body because, as you know, the body is an antenna, right? The body's going to give you the feedback if you're not listening to it. So I started getting some sharp pains in my stomach. How that, old were you at this point? About 34? I was about 37, 37 years 30, old. Oh, same age uh, as me. 37 years old. And I started getting these sharp pains in my stomach that, I, that wouldn't let me sleep at night. And, and I, I go to the doctors and I take all this medication, all these tests, and nothing, nothing was wrong with me. The doctor said, you, you're healthy. I thought I had cancer. I thought I was going to die. I mean, I thought like, you know, the world was going to end. But that pain every single night wouldn't let me sleep. So I started drinking just to sedate the pain, drinking every single night, at least one shot, two shots, eventually ended up finishing a half a bottle of tequila every single night just to go to sleep. But it wasn't sustainable because then it started eating me up. I started getting depressed. I started going to these dark thoughts, you know, thoughts that I never thought I was gonna have. I was gonna have. And then what woke me up is one day getting up the couch and seeing my son. At that point, he was five years old. And he's looking at me with those eyes that he was, he was scared. He was afraid. He didn't know what was going on with me. And he asked my wife, he's like, is daddy okay? Is daddy okay? And that moment, Tim, I made a decision. I'm going to get my shit together. My son is not going to know this version of me. He's not going to grow up knowing this version of me. I'm going to figure shit out. And the same way that I figured out in my business, the same way I have to figure out what was wrong with me inside. And that's when I went, like, like you and I talked before the, the podcast, went to a journey, right? I went to yeah. in- I went to Fiji, all these gurus, meditation, health retreats, anything I could do to find out the cause, the root cause. And that's when I discovered that at that moment, I was what I call the tunnel. Men are going to go through the tunnel, the tunnel where your purpose is going to be revealed. The, the tunnel is when all the stuff is going to be stripped away from you, meaning you're not your business, you're not your, 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 your network. You have to figure out what are you put here in this earth? What is your purpose? What's the impact that you're going to make? But if you don't have the edge in that tunnel, you're going to become what I call a sedated warrior. And that's what most men right now are in, a sedated warrior state. Meaning, man, this is as good as it's going to get. Let me just have some beer. Let me just watch TV. Let me listen to the news. Let me blame. Let me blame everybody else. Because I used to be a warrior. I used to kick ass. I used to be the man. But now I'm just going to settle 
with life. And that's what I didn't want. I needed to find a way out of that dark tunnel. And the edge was the only way. Find out what gave me an edge. What gives every single man an edge to be able to live with purpose, with intensity, with intention? Awesome. Perfect timing. We'll take a quick break. and we get back, we're going to dive into the edge that Raul found that launched him into doing what he's doing today. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body Turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution helps against inflammation and pain. Turmeric 100 is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% organic, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I am back with Raul Velasquez, and he was just... Um, just commenting on like, dude, like your backstory is awesome. Like I'm loving it already. And you know, before actually, before we get into the edge, which I promise we will get there, we have, we got 20 minutes to get into this part, but it's like, you said you went to a bunch of places and stuff like that. Um, God, there's so much to unpack here, but so first off, it was your dad's health diagnosis that actually motivated you. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is a something that I want to point out to people. It's like, Number one, your poor health doesn't affect you. It just it affects everybody else around you, right? Now, the other thing is, is that sometimes, like, I look at my father's health as poor. He's on medications and stuff like that. But I, instead of getting upset with him, I've realized that maybe on a spiritual level, he's an angel because maybe he's doing this on purpose to create contrast to motivate me. Hmm. Maybe that's what your father did for you on a higher level. Maybe not the 100%. physical level. 100%. Right? I, I believe that. If, if it wasn't for my father, because imagine my father was in a wheelchair for about 25 years. Every time that I had a bad day, Tim, all I had to do is call him. He didn't have to say anything. All he had to do is pick up. I yeah. knew that my worst situation wouldn't compare to his worst situation, his, his current situation, not even his worst right. current situation. So there was nothing for me to complain about. So my dad was one of my anchors in this, in this world to help me become who I am today. Yeah. So you had that event with your father kind of launched you to get out of the gangs, start making, you know, so you went out and got into sales, started making money, did well with that. But then the market crashed. You had to start all over again. Your wife supported you, which is really cool. Um, her support led you to being successful financial a second time. But then this is what usually happens is like people, um, you know, when they're sitting on top of the hill, it's kind of lonely, especially, you know, um, if, if, if that's all you've been chasing, but then you had another thing. You, then you started having health issues, right? And I've seen this so many times where people don't do shit until they have to. Like yep. when it's an emergency, okay, now I'll do it. So you went through emergency, 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 and now another emergency with your health. And now you, what did you do? So where did you go? I mean, what, what was going on inside you? What was your health issues? What, what, did, so, what did you have to fix? So what I, what I realized, what I discovered, uh, Tim, it was, it, it was all bottle in in my stomach and if you if you know uh, about energy all your certainty is hold on to your stomach so if you have stomach issues because there is no certainty right so i was operating out of fear i wasn't operating out of expansion from the outside it looked like i had the edge from the outside it looked like i had my shit together but inside i was afraid i was scared i was uncertain why because i was living on the past I was living on the fear of, man, when am I going to get foreclosed on? When am I going to have enough money? Even though I have money now, would I have money next month? 
So I was. When's the next 2008 going to happen? When's the next 2008 going to? I was feeling as if it was right there. So that was one aspect. And the second, the more I the more I studied, because I spent over half a million dollars in my personal development team. uh, if I do something, I'm going to go all the way. I, I work <laughs> yeah. with workers. I work with, with healers. I went to India to, to meditate with monks. And one of the things that the monks told me is that, you know, the issues that I had, that I w- it, it was a blockage of trauma that I didn't want to face, that I needed to face, that maybe the version of me when I was young didn't, didn't face. Now I had to face it as a grown-up. And I had to do a lot of inner work inner work of, of looking at a kid who had to come from from Ecuador coming uh, coming come to the United States getting bullied and, and leave my parents I was with my parents for five years so I never dealt with that now so all I, that emotion all that emotion was stored in your cells in what we call the pain I, body you I, probably learned I all didn't, this I didn't have emotional fitness Tim and mm. that's what the edge is the edge is having emotional fitness I had emotional awareness but I didn't have emotional fitness meaning that every single time as a man something happened I will store it I would store it and it just got bigger and bigger to the point that I couldn't store anymore. I had yeah. to face it. I had to, fe- I have to face my pain and learn how to turn that pain into fucking fuel because the moment that I realized that I, what I could do and it, it just unlocked a whole different version of myself where I, I realized that I needed to take care of me. I needed to make sure I take care of me. That was first. So having the edge means energy. Do you have the energy to take care of yourself? the energy to command a room, the energy to influence people, the energy to, to lead? Or are you operating on energy of scarcity, energy of fear, energy of, of, of being a victim? Uh, a, a book that I recommend, guys, to understand energy is, is a book that's called Levels of Energy. And I'm sure that you study this, the vibration, right? You know, if, if, you're, if you're thinking constantly on fear, if, you, if you're thinking constantly on scarcity, you're going to attract those things into your life, right? But if you're focused... Yeah on giving back, on creating an impact, on abundance, man, you're also going to attract all those things. So having the edge means operating in a certain energy level that you're expanding, that you're leading. The second is determination. What's going on right now with most men? Most men want the the instant gratification, but they're not determined to see things through. Determination develops discipline. And what people are looking for is motivation. Raul, how can you motivate me? Tim, please motivate me. No, I'm not motivated. No, it's bullshit. You don't need motivation. You need discipline. But in order for you to get discipline, you have to be determined. What are you determined to do? If you're not determined to, to take care of your health, if you're not determined to build your business, if you're not determined to be committed with your wife, it's impossible for you to build that discipline. So therefore, you're constantly going to be looking for that instant gratification. The third one is being guided. Most men right now, who, who, are, who are they being guided by? They're being guided by TV. They're being guided by the news. They're being guided by, by, by entrepreneurs because they think that they're, you know, they want to have the lifestyle. But the reality is that we need to have a, a, a guidance from a higher purpose, a higher level, whether it's God, whether it's the universe, whatever you believe in, but it has to be bigger than you, bigger than all of us. So you have to be guided by purpose, guided by a calling, guided by a higher cause that, is, that you're willing to fight for. Mm-hmm. The last one is being able to execute. Most men are half-assing life. And we're just doing enough, just doing enough just to get by. A man who has the edge has the ability to execute and operate at a higher level than most men do. I, my, my program is a 100 days challenge. So I challenge men to do in 100 days what the average man does in a year. That's how you sharpen your edge. You create that urgency. You're not going to live forever. We're all going to die. But what can you do? And we overestimate what we could do sometimes in, in a year, but we underestimate what we could do in 100 days. 
Imagine if, if, if you do 100 days of just taking care of your health, 100 days of focusing on building your business, and 100 days you could focus on, on your marriage, and 100 days working with God. Imagine what could happen if you only have 100 days to live. Because that's how I live my life, 100 days at a time. I build my business 100 days at a time. I build my marriage 100 days at a time. Because the moment that you think that, oh, I have time. Oh, Tim, I'm, I'll do that next month. Oh, I'll do that next week. Uh, that's bullshit. Execution happens today. The present moment is the only moment that we have to execute. Tomorrow, we're not promised. Yesterday is gone. Today is the only day that you have to make shit happen. Looks like you learned a lot from those monks. I'm telling man, those mon monks are gangsters. <laughs> They're gangsters. They, 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 I've, I've trained with Navy SEALs, and I tell you, I'd rather go train with Navy SEALs than train with the monks. Monks are a whole different, different level. Talk about discipline. That's, that's, that's the stuff right there. Yeah, and I, you, you brought up something that's really important, and it's like uh, we talk about it all the time over here. Is like, the, the, you know, you mentioned actually multiple things. You said I was, you know, part of your problems was as you were, you were living in the past, and you were living, in, you're, you know, it's kind of amazing. Like human beings, like we can go to the past and let it service. Like, you know, you burn your hand on a stove, don't do it again. That's kind of a smart thing. That's a useful tool, but it doesn't work really good when you're taking past experiences or fear and dragging it into the present moment, it's not even real. <laughs> Shit don't even exist, right? So, and then, so we, and then we get, we have, go ahead. I, I tell you what I see with some of the guys who I work with, like they, I, a lot of men who resonate with my message, they see my videos as a role, man, I resonate with not having the edge. Because if I have to explain to you what the edge is, you don't have the edge. Like as soon as you know, man, I have the edge, you know what it is. It's, it's, it's having that discipline. It's like, you don't have to wonder if Michael Jordan has the edge. You don't have to wonder if LeBron has the edge, but that's a whole different level of, of playing the game. Same thing with men, like we know if we have what it takes to succeed, right? But sometimes when they come to me is they come because they have a blockage. They have, a, a, they're struggling. They either lost their marriage. They either lost their business. They, they lost themselves. And the first thing I do is help them see that your past is not going to duplicate itself in the future unless you change, unless you make a change, unless you strike the lesson. Because that's what I had to do. I had to go to my past to extract the lesson, Tim, of being an immigrant and coming to this country. Strike the lesson of being bullied. Strike the lesson of being without my parents. Strike the lesson of my father being in a wheelchair. Strike the lesson of, of, of the market in 2008. Like everything, the moment that you extract that lesson, you realize that life is giving you exactly what you need to level the fuck up. But we, we refuse to grow. We refuse to level up. So life is constantly punching us, helping us, molding us. And in the moment that you choose, not to argue with reality and you choose to allow God and the universe guide you and mold you, those punches are not going to hurt anymore because you realize that those punches are guiding you. So you actually are thankful for the challenges because you're going to learn something. You're going to grow up from it. You're thankful for the adversity. And I teach this process, Tim. I don't know if, if you have a daily ritual, but I teach a process. I have a lot, I have a lot of rituals, dude. <laughs> I'm sure. But I'm and sure. It's, it's, it's easy now. It's like, you know, you just, I've been bolting rituals on for, for 12 years. You know, if I find something else that works, I'll try it out. If it works, I throw well, it in I don't, the ritual. I don't know if you, if you add this into your ritual. Maybe you want to add this. But every single morning, I take myself to a process, Tim, when I do some breath work and I step into my worst case scenario. I step into the nightmare of my life. Like, like I imagine my, my wife being sick, my kids being sick. I imagine all this worst case scenario for about three to four minutes. And I get myself into that state and I, I feel it in my body. And then I release it. I release it and then I have the, uh, the vision of the dream, right? What, what, what I want to accomplish in the next five, 10 years? What do I want my kids to look like to have the life that they, that, that they deserve? Uh, I see all those things. So I have the nightmare and I have the dream. 
and I create contrast. And every single day for the past decade, I've been doing this and I've been teaching this. It's a fucking game changer. Why? Because the mind always wants to go to the worst case scenario. But what do we do? We, we fight it. We want to think positive. We want to think positive. Let me just don't think about those things. Let me think positive. No. Allow yourself to step into the negative, to build that emotional fitness, to deal with the negative. Because you know what's going to happen? Whatever happens that day is never going to be as bad as what you imagine it in the morning. It's never going to be as bad as what you imagine it in the morning. So then that's why I never have a bad day. I have bad moments, have like, oh shit moments or oh fuck moments, but I never allow that to take me on. And what has happened in the past three years, my father passed away right before COVID. My, yeah. my wife got COVID and, and they were looking at a liver transplant for her. I got COVID and my son has asthma. So I was, all those things that when they were going, when they were going on, I still had to build my business. I still had to serve my clients, but the training of taking myself to the nightmare, to the hell every single morning, helped me overcome those things. Helped me continue to expand. Helped me to deal with my father's loss. Helped me even heal my wife, which thank God, when knock on wood, she never uh, had a, a transplant. So she's healthy and she's strong and the doctors think it's a miracle, but it's all energy. It's all energy. If you don't have emotional fitness, you don't have the edge. If you don't have the energy, the determination, you allow yourself to be guided, to execute, you don't have the edge. So that's my mission is to help men discover the edge so they could live with purpose. So they could fulfill their ultimate vision here in this world, which is to get an impact and to lead. So Raul, that's, uh, why don't you give me a, a, a couple examples? Like what's the, what's the typical person coming to see you? And then, and then, and then, and then, and then after the, give that typical version, that avatar or whatever, then I'd like to hear like, just a couple of like recent people that have come to you and what's happened to their lives. So, so we, we get a lot of guys who've been through like the number one reason when, when men lose the edge is because of uncertainty. Uncertainty happens in their lives, whether it's their marriage, it's, they're uncertain in their marriage, uncertainty in their business, uncertainty, uncertainty in, their, in their purpose. So they're not feeling that they're hundred percent. So they feel like, man, I'm off. I'm off. I know myself. I know I'm not executing at a higher level. So what can I do? I don't, I'm not looking for motivation. I'm not looking for somebody to pull me up. I'm looking for strategy to get me to the next level. So that's what we do. So the guys, guys usually come to our, our event are successful. They're running, running a business. They, they know how to, they're producers. They, they know how to make money. It's just, they know that it's a mind block that they have that is not allowing them to continue to move forward and go to the next level. So what we do is we take them to an experience. This is not a program. This is not a seminar. It's an experience. We have coaching. That, that, and the reason that we coach the guys before the experience because we, we need to gather data. So we have a hundred days of coaching where the coach is constantly looking for data, having conversations to look at patterns, look at a trigger. So then once they come to a boot camp, because we have a boot camp that we take these guys through, is a custom experience to him. I'm not, I'm not doing a cookie cutter seminar. I have enough data for every single one of my guys that when they come to that three day event, it feels like it was catered to them. And that event, we're going to uncover everything that and pull back the onion to make sure that at the end of the event, they have their code to the edge. They know exactly what makes them tick. They know exactly what patterns to avoid that gets them to what we call drifting through life. And they know exactly how to get themselves into that state of having the edge every single day. Not just once, not just once, I'm every single day. And after they come to the bootcamp, they're part of the community, and, and we have an app that we actually add an AI to the app so we could actually have better results because it's all about data. This is not just coaching for the sake of coaching. We are constantly receiving feedback and giving clients feedback so they could become better. So it has evolved to a community, has evolved to a membership club that we have now where 
we actually have businessmen supporting each other, having community, having the association to sharpen each other's edge. So our value proposition, what we tell everybody that we give you three things. Number one is association. Association with men who have the edge. The fastest way to sharpen your edge is to be around men who have an edge. The second is accountability. Through coaching, through our system, through our process, we help you do the things that you say you're gonna do. And the last one is a simple action plan. Through our software, through our app, we have a simple system. Seven things that you have to, we call it the seven habits of a king. Seven habits, every single day, you're gonna just journal in the app, you're gonna, you're gonna fill in the blanks, and the coach is gonna look at the patterns to see how are you going to improve, or what are you doing that is preventing you from going to the next level. So it's a simple, a simple action plan, association, and accountability, and that's, that's what the guys get from us. Well, that's why we, I believe coaching is so important. And, you know, um, I sent a, a notice out to our listeners, um, not the listeners here, but excuse me, my, our database. Not all of our listeners are in our database. I hope you guys are in our database at some point in time uh, so you can get other communications. But we did an offer for our inner circle coaching, and I did a little intro video about it. And, I'm, and I was, finally, I was just to the point where it's like, uh, you know, I really appreciate it when people come to us and they buy our products and they patronize us. and then we're able to give them actually really good stuff, right? That's going to benefit their life. But the reality is, it's like freaking everybody needs a coach. And then the reason why is because we are tribal people. That's just the way we're supposed to be in tribes and groups and stuff like that. And sometimes the groups that you're associating with are guys that are really ego driven. Possibly they've lost the edge too, or a combination of it. They might be looking good on the outside, but the inside they're a mess. And I found this like, so many people that I've known, like a lot of people are like, wow, he's really successful or she's really successful, but I know what's going on in their personal life. It's freaking train wreck, yeah. right? The booze and the pills and then the constant social media bullshit. And, and so, you know, just I, I wanted, I wanted to create a, a community, uh, Tim, how I created this program. It wasn't, I didn't wake up one day and got an idea. So I'm going to put this together. It was guided. The first program that I put, it was a, it was a real estate mastermind. Like I thought I was gonna just get a bunch of guys to invest in real estate, get prepared for the market, and that was the whole plan, right? It, it yeah. was an event in Vegas. That's what I would call the next level experience. And then when the guys came in and we had about six to 70 people, everybody wanted to talk about, Raul, what did you do in India? What was the transformation? And I shared with them my, my depression. I shared with them my darkness and everybody was captivated and they actually had similar stories. Yeah. So what I found is that people are not looking just to make money. They wanna have a breakthrough. So that's when I started putting events and just sharpening my, 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 my skills on to help men. Actually, at that point, I was working with men and women. And the reason I went just with men is because I realized that, man, I, 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 women, I love, I love women, my wife, and I've been married for 25 years. I still don't understand women. <laughs> I've been married for 25 years. So I cannot coach a woman based on their patterns if I'm not one, right? So that's what I focused on working with businessmen and men who have that A-type personality that have that edge because I found that it's easier for me to help somebody find their edge back than to give somebody an edge. To give somebody an edge could take a lifetime, but to help a man who feels like, man, I lost that edge, man, I remember when I used to kill it in my business, kill it in, in life, but now I'm not the same way, man, we know how to get those guys back on track. We know yeah. the balls to push and what to do in order for us to get. And that's what we, that's what we, we, we have like 99.999% success ratio. I've done over 50 bootcamp events, Tim. How many, ask me how many times I asked me for money back in our bootcamps and said that this was a completely waste of time. Zip. Zero. 
Zero. Yeah. And, and yeah, because pe- people are looking for that, man. They're looking for the connection. That's why they were so interested. In like, what are you doing in any? What'd you do? I remember before I learned any of this stuff, any of it, I remember a couple guys saying, I did ayahuasca and it changed my life. And these were people that were like straight laced business guys. But for some reason, they did this thing. And I was like, well, that's kind of crazy. And that must be some weird mystical drug. So I had no idea. I, I've actually done ayahuasca. I did it two days in a row. It, it was it, like it was a life changing experience. And we have I have recorded it, a, a, a podcast before I did it and right after I did it. And we actually uh, was on another show and I actually um, got permission and replayed it here on the so Health Hero I, show. I, I've never done ayahuasca. And, and so far, I haven't been called to do it. So that's why I haven't haven't done it. But I've gotten feedback from guys who've done ayahuasca and they said, Raul, I've been through your experience and it's, and I feel like I've done, I'm doing ayahuasca without the drug. Exactly. Right? Without, and you don't, you don't, you don't, you, you don't need to do it. And I have mentors that told me like, look, ayahuasca and, and mushrooms and stuff like this, they are not something that should be like, oh, I'm going to eat mushrooms and trip and party. It's like they're tools and they yeah. should use, be very used very carefully and what they do is they help you get into the vibrational state or the vibrational frequency because people are so stuck. But it, it's like, so now you know what that frequency feels like, so then you can experience it and start living it. Now, my formulator, the former Marine, he told me, he's like, Tim, you can do the same thing with meditation. It just takes more work. Yep. You yep. can do it with that. You don't have to take that stuff. So on, you know, so I love Dr. Treadway, and, all, and I believe, I know what he's talking about is true. You can, you can experience this through programs like yours. And meditation, you can, if you want to, add them in, do mushrooms or ayahuasca, but don't do it as like some, you want to do it as a tool to step into the vibrational frequency. And this is the problem with alcohol. Alcohol will actually get you there. It drops down all the societal bullshit, all the parental conditioning, but because of the drug itself, you can't remember how to get there. So you have to go back to the drug every time to get into that state, and then you destroy your body in the process. And that's the same thing with heroin and cocaine and all these other things. So a little bit the, different. Yeah, one of the things that we, we make sure the guys understand is, number one is we, we're not a religion. We, you know, we're not here to convert you into something. We're just here to optimize you. We're here to optimize you. But in order for us to optimize you, you have to take a look at your habits. What are you doing? Are you consuming news every single day, or are you consuming something that is going to uplift your spirit? Are you eating like shit or are you taking care of your health? Are you exercising or are you just watching TV? So we do micro commitments, Tim. And that's why the app is so valuable for us using the technology because every single day the guy has a score. So if you have a score, you know whether you're winning or you're losing that game of life. Right, right, right. Base hits. Like we're not going to hit home runs. Just base hits every single day. You have a score. The coach is guiding you. And every single week we know who the winning man is and we actually put him into teams so we have a winning team so we've gamified personal development so we've gamified to the point that now our app you're actually going to be able to redeem some of the points that you're getting for merch like a special merch and then oh, that's cool so that we're constantly looking to innovate to add more to the community because we understand that every man wants a, a goal right like tell me why the meditation should work right tell me why well if you meditate you get some points and you might get some cool merch Right, yeah. <laughs> to an event. So, like, if you gamify that, we find that we're simple, man. We're like, men are simple. Like, just give us a target, give us a goal, and, and if you make it juicy enough, we're gonna make we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, and I think this is a much better game to play than you know. So many guys, like, no offense, but I, I really don't care. Uh, but so many guys like play fantasy football. I mean, you, what are you gonna get out of that? Like, there's there's 
you know, you might win some dollars or something. I guess it's fun, but it's really a distraction. It's a bunch of bullshit because you're not really, how's it moving your life for it? How's it moving your health for it? How's it moving your relationships for it? Your spiritual practice. It's really not doing anything. Right. Yeah. And I, again, if that's something you choose to do, that's great. You have a total right to do it. But I just, uh, you know, I see a lot of those guys that are doing that. They're overweight. They don't feel good. They're not happy. It's like, this would be a much better game where there's a challenge where the, 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 the game is about getting healthy, building your I, business, building yeah. your relationship and building your life. So we're going to take another quick break When we get back. We'll wrap up with Raul. When we return, we'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created gut detox formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. And there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with Raul Velasquez, and um, we've been talking about how he helps men find the edge. Um, really cool stuff. Um, why don't you give us? Uh, I just want to get a couple stories, man. Like, let's give me give me a story of a recent guy that's come over, what his issues were, and and, and it's transformed. So one of the guys who came in um, about a year and a half ago through COVID, his business was completely. Uh, almost on non-existence. He, he was, he was over leveraged over millions of dollars in debt. You know, he was depressed and he couldn't even afford the program because it, it is what, what we do is not cheap, right? We, we charge guys a lot of money because yeah. all the, the investment that they're going to make in their lives is going to pay off. So I took him on and he was making payments little by little, but then he started as he, as I started working with him, he realized that in, in the, he was constantly operating on the past. He was constantly operating on fear. So I asked him this key question, like what would happen? I said, John, what would happen? His name is John. John what would happen if, you're, if you let go of the things that are holding you back and just give yourself the permission? Give yourself the permission. What opportunities you have in front of you to give yourself the permission to be worthy of abundance? And then every single day he would journal, every single day I have a meditation for him to follow, to start seeing that version of himself, right? But see, what I, what I encounter is that if you visualize your ultimate vision, it's not enough. You're writing down affirmations, not enough. You have to do something with it every single day. And what the, the assignment that I gave him, I said, look for opportunities every single day. Look for opportunities every single day. So he started making phone calls, make, you know, calling past clients, current clients. And then he found an opportunity where he went from almost losing his business to making a million dollars a month through COVID because he found a contact that was looking for uh, um, the COVID testing facilities. He had a background in the medical field, so he was able to put all these things together. He never had experience on that. And he started putting the COVID test facilities in New York City, and he was, you probably, if you were in New York City, you probably went through one of his, his mobile facilities to get a COVID test. I was making over a million dollars a month through COVID. Now that's not sustainable, it's, not, it, 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 it's over now. He's not making any money from there. But from, from that place, he realized that he could manifest his future by making sure he's focusing on the opportunities. And now 
he has he's bought a building. He's opened up different uh, uh, medical facilities. He's he's um, uh, traveling the world with his wife in a boat. Why? Because he stopped living in the past. He let go of that version of himself that made a lot of mistakes. Because that version of himself made a lot of mistakes. Now he has to reinvent himself. That's one. Another guy, um, when he came into the program, it was worth over a hundred million dollars already. Like he's like, Raul, I'm not, I don't need the money. I just I, I just need to help me with this mental block. He had an accident before. He was it was going through depression. We took him to the process. He comes out, man. I'm on fire, Raul. You know, I'm on fire. This is awesome. I love this, man. I, you know, he, he goes back and lives his life. And and uh, he was retired at that point. He got back into the business again. And then find out his wife was cheating on him. Because that's what happens. When a man it becomes sedated, he's not paying attention. And he finds out that his wife was cheating on him. He finds out that his business partner was stealing from him. So now all of a sudden, his whole world is crumbling, right? And now he goes through depression. Now he wants to even kill himself. I'm, I'm having this conversation with him saying, listen, we got to get some help because I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I said, Raul, don't worry about me. Today's the last day. And I remember, and this is, I remember in face and telling him one more day, one more day. So I coached him through that deep, dark depression. And the moment he snapped out of it, and he, he tripled his business. He, he, he divorced his wife, obviously, in like less than six months. He gave, you know, paid her some money. Now, if you talk to him, actually, he has over a million followers online. <laughs> he became an influencer. He's going to be worth over a billion dollars uh, by the end of the year because he's doing some crazy deals. All because he was willing to step into his purpose. At that moment, if you look at his life, everybody wanted to be him. Everybody wants to, $100 million, man, you made it, right? But for him, yeah. it, was, it was a depression. It was the, the uncertainty. So those are some, you know, I'm giving you some, some stories that I would like, you know, uh, magnified. Uh, then another guy that came in and I remember this conversation with Raul, how, how can you help me? What do you know about wine? <laughs> he owns a winery in California. What do you know about wine? So, I don't know anything about wine, but, but let me see how I can help you. So I'm, a, I'm $50 million in debt, all right? There was a storm that came into my, to, to my winery and took all my inventory. So I owe the bank $50 million. And if you know the one, the, the farm industry, I can't even file for bankruptcy because it, it, they chase me for life. So it's pretty much $50 million in the hole. So I said, I don't know about wine, but I know about mindset. And I know that with your fucking mindset right now, you're only going to get deeper in the hole. But what if you could turn things around? What if you have an opportunity? So within two years, he went from $50 million in debt to he just celebrated zero. <laughs> he's back on zero. And he's excited about life because now yeah. he's clear out zero. So when I tell this story, people are like, what? He's excited about zero. Yeah, because he was $50 million in debt. Now he could start building his empire or rebuild his empire. Uh, so it's, we, have, we have tons of stories, man. I'll just give you some stories that come into my mind right now. Well, that's fine, man. Those are good. And I, let, me, let me chat about those really quick because, you know, a lot of the people like that listen to me and stuff like that, a lot of people are coming here for, you know, gut health and, and brain health and all this kind of stuff that we talk about and spiritual health, right? So I just, just a couple of takeaways. I've never really had anybody on the show that's worked specifically with high net worth men, but there's some analogies here, right? Um, one of the analogies is, is that these men who had a lot of financial abundance, they lost it, and but they were able to, to get it back. But to get it back, they had to be in the right mental state, the right emotional state, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's the same thing as like, once you get the skill set and you know how to make money, it's the same thing as like if you have your health, and I actually know a guy right now, like he learned all the stuff that I learned, and he completely healed himself. 
totally transformed to sell. But then emotionally went down river and then mm. he ended up gaining back the weight, manifesting disease. And then, but he had the skill set. So he went back once he got the emotions right and he healed himself physically again. Mm. But then they, he lost the emotional edge and then he gained 80 pounds back again. Mm. Right. So whether it's like you have the skill set to make uh, abundance financially, or you have the skill set for finance or uh, uh, physical health, as an example, or you have the skill set to have great relationships or have a great spiritual practice or have a great career, all of that stuff can come crashing down if your emotional, if your emotions are not strong and you're not paying attention to that stuff, because this is where the rubber meets the pavement. And I talk about this all the time. It's not what matters happens in, in your life around you. It's how you respond to it. 100%. That's the most important thing. It's how you respond to it is going to dictate the happiness of your life. It so, doesn't so matter if you get imagine, diagnosed with cancer or you lose $50 million. How you respond to it is going to dictate how you feel in the moment, which is all you have. And if or, if yes or no, you're going to get out of that and heal from the cancer you know, and either make the money back or get back to zero, you know, whatever it is. But it's it's really an emotional thing. So what you're really helping people with is their emotions. You just be you're just helping a lot of A type, you know, go go guys that and and just keep in mind too that a lot of these guys, there's a reason why they were attracted to the spiritual stuff. They're very curious about that because deep in their core, they know that's what they need. But they're scared because of their ego and societal and parental conditioning. It's scary for guys. So when you kind of went through this yourself, did you ever have like an emotional release? Like when you were talking to somebody or you were talking to yourself or having a conversation with God or you hugged somebody and somebody cried and you started crying and you started crying uncontrollably for 45 minutes to an hour and you didn't know what was going on? Did that ever happen to you? We, we have processes, uh, Tim, where we actually – help men embody that pain that they've been holding on to and release it. Mm. Uh, it's it's kind of like a, a scream therapy, right? Because you have to make the sound, whether it's crying or make the sound or get into the rage, because that's what happens with energy gets bottled into your body. Yeah. So when we, and we are pushing the energy. So I get into a state, like, I don't give a fuck, man. Like you come into my fucking place. I, I'm going to do whatever it takes for you to feel the pain that you've been holding on to, to feel the pain that you've been hiding. So you would expose it and we could heal it. And that's, that's why it's so powerful. That's why it works because men understand that as a businessman, I understand the pressure they're going through because I was part of different masterminds. I was part of a business mastermind when everybody was talking just about money. I was part of a holistic mastermind. Everybody was talking about, you know, spiritual connection. So I said, I, why do I have to choose? What? I, I'm a spiritual being, but at the same time, I'm a businessman. So by combining that spiritual connection, having that integration, that listening to that voice allows me, like when I started putting this together, it was a calling, Tim. I was making money in real estate. Like I had a real estate company. I wasn't, oh, let me figure out how to be a coach so I can make some money. No, I was like, more like, I never wanted to be a coach. I said, don't fucking call me a coach. I'm not a coach, right? I fought that for a while until I realized that it's my calling. It's my calling to do this. It's, 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 it's not, I wanna, I wanna make as much money as God allows you to make so I can continue to impact. You know, we've done over $25 million in, in, in coaching, which is unheard of some, somebody who just, you know, who doesn't do coaching 100% because I still own multiple businesses. 
But for me, it's more of a calling. This is a calling. I know the pain that men are going through. I know that men are dying. You know the suicide rate for men is three times more than, than women? You know that men right now, like they're just going through pornography, addiction, you know, drugs. Why? Because they don't have nobody to talk to that understands their pain. Men right now are under attack spiritually. They're under attack by the culture. And, and if you're if you a, a, a toxic masculine man, you know, you don't know what the fuck to do because you, you, you label us toxic. We don't know how to be. We have to be sensitive or we have to be, we have to be toxic. We don't know. As men, we've lost our edge. <laughs> That's the whole point. We lost our edge. Now it's time for us to bring that edge back with purpose with purpose. And that's my calling. My calling is to help men find out who the fuck they are. Awesome. All right. So let's switch gears as we wrap up, my friend. Um, you talked about your health and health being a major part because you had this, you know, obviously you had a lot of uh, stored up emotions and I'm glad you brought it up that you actually do that in your program because it's, it's profound and people don't realize like emotional baggage is very, 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 very heavy on the body and the soul like it's very heavy so being able to release that it's like walking around in an airport with you know 200 pounds of luggage you just it's somebody else's luggage you just drop that shit and you, all of a sudden you're you feel like i remember after i cried the first time for about an hour i felt like i was literally floating around on a magic carpet like i wasn't even touching the ground and it was like an amazing experience that i experienced so but we want to switch gears into like so you had these health issues and stuff and it kind of spooked you like so what's what's a what do, what do you do for for your health like what like what time do you go to bed and what's your mor your morning routine and like some of the stuff you eat and what what what's some of your uh rituals so so the first thing in the morning i, I do journaling and meditation so i i need i don't watch social media i don't do anything i don't even check my my phone until i get myself into a state of of being ready so my meditation is gratitude uh, I create some energy work and I go into what I call the fear state, like what I share, you, what I share with you, the nightmare, and I go into visualizing who I, who am I, who I want to become, right? So that's my, the four steps. And then I, I hit a workout, 15 minutes of, of intense workout. And I, whether I go to the gym or I, or I do it at home, like religiously, I have to move my body for at least 15 minutes so I could bring that, that, that energy to my body. Without that, I feel like, man, I, it's like not putting gas in the tank. Mm -hmm. And after the day, I'm, I make sure that I'm eating healthy. Uh, my addiction is chocolate chip cookies. But I was just sharing, <laughs> with, you, sharing with you that we had a challenge with my son. He was having asthma. And um, one day he said, Dad, how about I, I do a challenge with you? You stop uh, drinking and I will uh, stop um, uh, eating sugar. Right. I will see which Your son proposed this? Yeah, my son proposed this, right? How old is he? He's, he's, he's 16. He's 17. 17. Wow, that's awesome. But he thought he thought it was an easy win because I love my wine. I love the margaritas. I love like, you know, uh, uh, especially in the summer to drink, you know, by the pool. So he thought it was gonna be an easy win. So we put a um, we put a number, a thousand dollars bet, right? Whoever loses that is going to get a thousand dollars. So we've been going in right now seven months in. And I told him, I said, you're not you're not beating me. Like, so he's been he hasn't been eating sugar for about a year before that. So he had a little head start. So he's been a year and a half without sugar. Uh, I've been like seven, seven months already in with zero alcohol. I'm telling you right now, I feel the best that I felt in decades. Like I, I, I stopped drinking before when I had that issue with my stomach, but it was more of uh, about being afraid of my health. So I stopped drinking because of fear. Now I stopped drinking just because it doesn't serve me. It's like it's a different intention. 
It's a different tension. I feel, man, I'm, I feel like I'm have like the best energy I've felt in decades. So why don't you comment on what happened to your son's asthma though? Your son had asthma oh, and that was something that was away. very fear, fearful for you. Yep. No, zero sugar. Like the asthma went away. He's actually doing uh jujitsu. He practices jujitsu. He's really into it. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I do some boxing, uh, it's, it's, especially because, uh, like I, I, I like the cardio of, of boxing. Yeah. Yeah. I told you pre-show that's where I got my black, uh, my little black eye here is from doing jujitsu and stuff. And so that's like, I'm really getting into that after just a couple months. It's cause it's like, it's like physical chess. Yeah. It's really, really fun. And I guess maybe all sports are kind of like that, but something interesting about it. So that's really cool. So you're, you and your son did this challenge and it's just like an ongoing challenge. So you did it and, and you end up now to the point where, you just not, do you see yourself ever drinking again? I don't, I don't see, I, I told him, I said, I'm going to, I think in my mind, I probably want to take it to like at least a year and then I'm considering because he's, he has no sugar too. So for him is, I think for him would be a bigger challenge because I still, I, and I also cut down in sugar a lot because I want to support him. So I'll have a chocolate chip cookie maybe once a month versus mm -hmm. once a day. That's how bad it yeah. was once a day. So, uh, yeah, so we've, you we've sound like me, man. We're both food addicts and we're just recovering food addicts. We yeah. always will be <laughs> ice cream, chocolate chip cookies, and that's my crack. That's my addiction. <laughs> oh shit. Well, Hey, I tell you what, um, you know, I'm a chef. What we should do is like, I, I, I have a whole dude. I literally have an, I, as a chef, like I can take anything that tastes good and reverse engineer it and make it taste good, but be healthy for you. Awesome. Love Maybe we should recipe. make a healthy, a healthy chocolate chip cookie. Love it. <laughs> That'd be cool. Come we could launch him. And you could you could be the face of it, just sitting there <laughs> throwing him, <laughs> yeah, throwing him down with your muscles and stuff like that. That'd be really cool. Love it. Love it. And then, so I know your wife had some liver issues and stuff. What happened? To, how did how did that get corrected? Yeah, that that was probably the scariest moment in my life. Uh, it, it, it just you know, again, going back to a meditation. That's that's my go to place in my darkness. Right? Imagine my kids being sick, my wife being sick. Imagine that happening. Like that actually is happening. Right? My uh, during COVID, when she got COVID, she um she developed um uh that uh, uh an infection in her blood that makes her face yellow, jaundice. That's what it jaundice, is. Yeah. Jaundice, yeah. So uh, her blood count was off the roof. Uh, the doctor said we have to. Her liver wasn't wasn't working, so we had to put in a list to get a liver transplant. And then I, I, at that moment, I'm like, okay, I need to fucking do something about this. Like, like that, that's, that's crazy. Even if we do get a liver transplant, she's never going to be the same again, right? So then I started researching my old contacts back in India, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Killer, right? So I got, I got with a guy who does energy work. And I called him out and said, listen, my wife is going through this. I, I, need, I need to work with you. You need to help me heal her energetically. So uh, I worked with him. He helped me. And every single night, we'll do a meditation. And we will actually push energy into her body to kind of react and, and come back alive. And, and, and it was a whole process, actually, a meditation that I recorded that my clients actually listen to sometimes when they, when they feel sick. It's a healing meditation. And, and every night we'll meditate. We did it for 30 days. And all of a sudden, boom, the, the liver started coming back again. And like, like the doctor said, it was a miracle that it, like everything was working out. The tests are like, like she's 100% back. And, and, the, and the hope that I had at that point, because the doctor told me that the liver is probably one of the most resilient organs, that you could beat it up so much that it will always come back. So, if, so that, that gave me hope that we could actually get the liver to come back again. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, we're definitely kindred spirits. Um, um, 
I'm glad because now you know that there's nothing off the table here. There's no, there's really nothing that's woo woo anymore, is it? Like I mean, you, totally, man. Like now, now it's you, uh, tools, man. You have to have tools, man. Within energy, meditation. Yeah, like, dude. But what, what so I like cool. about what we do is that, you know, we're not here just preaching about this. Like we're taking action. We're executing. We're not just meditating ourselves to wealth. We're putting in the work behind it. Like even this podcast this is work. You know how many people want to do a podcast about this conversation and it's on their head, but they never execute. So if, yeah. if one thing that I want you listeners to understand is that without execution, without having the ability to execute on things that you're thinking about, that God is giving you the, the instinct, you're not living your purpose. Part of living your purpose is going there and, and trying different things and even failing so you can learn to get better. Awesome. So, hey, Raul, thanks for being on the show today, brother. I really appreciate the energy and the inspiration, not motivation, but inspiration uh, by you actually living your own life. And actually, when you were talking about drinking tequila and stuff, I'm like, I'm kind of really good at looking at people's skin tone. I'm like, he doesn't really look like a guy that drinks. So I was a little thrown off, but then it's like, oh, he hasn't been drinking. Okay. So that was really cool. I love the story about your son, your wife healing. You're really into health. Um, it's been awesome. So where do people find you? Where do you want them to go to? Go, you, you can follow me on IG, my uh, I, Instagram, Facebook is at Raul the Edge, or go to my website, the uh, edge100challenge.com. Is it the edge or just edge100challenge.com? I believe is the oh, only... it's it's edge, it's edge. Yeah, your 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 producer sent it to me, edge100 with 100challenge.com. So I'll put that in the show notes, edge100challenge.com. You guys can uh, check him out there, check out his um, his program. And um, I want to thank everybody again for tuning in. Um, I was really happy to bring a little bit different flavor to the show today, like a super hard-charging business guy that um, ended up over in India in lotus position, doing some meditation, brought that stuff back, and actually incorporated into his uh, business program, helping other business executives and business owners to um, you know, gravitate more into their consciousness and bring that into light because it really doesn't matter, you know, how good or how much money you have, um, if you're not happy and that's what we, we want for everybody. It doesn't matter if you, you know, you don't have to have money to be happy. Um, but it isn't, it is a form of abundance in this time space reality. And I, I want to give those of you permission that if you think money is the root of all evil, it's, it's really not, that's just some bullshit societal conditioning. It is a valid form of abundance. I'm not saying that you have to have it in your life or you have to have a gazillion dollars, but it's there. And that's where we're using it right now. And, it, and it's okay to have money in your life. And I know because I went through this situation where what his story was, I was like the same thing. I was like, I'm going to make a million dollars in commissions. That's a year. That's what I'm going to do. And I was focused on it. And then, you know, and then, you know, it's like, okay, you start to get to that point, you start making the money and then you start looking around going, well, what else is there? Okay, I, I finally got to this. And then, but then your relationship is waning. Like maybe you end up with a divorce or your, your kids are 20 years old and you look at them at the table and you don't even know who they are. That's not success. The success is the person that wakes up, they feel good physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and they have people around them that love them, that truly love them and support them and will be there for them in, 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 in the darkest moments and in the best moments. So um, we, again, we are tribal people. And, but that tribe all starts with inside and ourselves. So I really, um, uh, I'm just happy that you guys, uh, tune in and listen to us. I hope you got some value out of this. I hope that shook you up a, a little bit and Raul, who has his own way of saying things, but what he was talking about in that action component is that it's just physics. You guys, I've talked about this so many times, what you put out 
is what you get back. You you have to take action in this 3D reality that we live in for things to for you to jump into what's already manifested. You know, there is another vibrational frequency of you doing everything that you want to do, but you're going to have to take action to vibrate into it. So until next time, change. Yeah, man. So until next time, change yourself, change your world. Love you guys. And we'll see you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening again to the Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. (laughs) 